In this video, we are going to take a look at one of the most recent offerings from Panasonic. This is the Panasonic Lumix GX850. Of course, if you live in Europe, it's known as the GF800, and if you're in Japan, it's the GF9. That's how Panasonic like to roll. They keep the names confusing depending on what part of the world you're in. Either way, this is like a little mini-me version of the GX85. It doesn't have as many features as the GX85. It comes at a lower price point. But as Panasonic note on their website, basically this is a travel-sized camera that's designed for people who like to travel a lot, take a lot of pictures, shoot video, but don't want to bring a lot of gear with them. One of the things that excites me about this is it does feature a micro four-thirds sensor and you can change the lens in and out which provides you a lot of flexibility and the body size on this it's like a really large lens cap that you can put on different lenses and I've really been interested in that type of camera for a long time because of the type of work that I do and the fact that I go back and forth between shooting video and stills so does the Panasonic GX 850 stack up Let's dive closer and take a look. As I mentioned, the GX850 features a very compact design, and just for a size comparison, here you can see it against the Panasonic Lumix LX10 and also against the Sony RX100 5. But unlike standard compact cameras, this camera gives you the ability to change lenses. The GX850 does feature a micro four-thirds sensor. It is a 16 megapixel live MOS sensor. There's no electronic viewfinder, but it does feature a three inch 1.04 million dot 180 degree tilt touchscreen screen. It features 4K video recording at 30 and 24p and also features Panasonic's 4K photo mode for getting higher burst rates by shooting at video resolution. Another thing that really interested me about the GX850 is it features Panasonic's new DFD technology. Now DFD stands for depth from defocus, which claims to speed up focus acquisition to 0.07 seconds. This is the same focus technology that will be featured on the GH5 when it comes out. And like its big brother, the GX85, there is no low-pass filter on the sensor, which theoretically helps with sharper image rendition. It features 49 contrast detection autofocus points. You can use electronic or mechanical shutter types with speeds of 60 seconds to 1 16th thousandth of a second. The camera also features a built-in flash that does manually tilt up if you want to bounce it. The camera comes included with a 12 to 32 millimeter kit lens. Now these numbers are micro four thirds, so this is a 24 to 64 millimeter equivalent, which covers a nice range. The camera does support optical image stabilization with compatible lenses, such as the kit lens, but there is no in-body image stabilization. Burst rate with autofocus is about six frames per second when you're using the electronic shutter. The raw buffer depth is about 15 frames and JPEG buffer rate is rated at over 100 frames. I've been shooting on the GX850 for a few weeks now, and there's a lot to like about this camera, especially at this price point. The portability and form factor are incredible, especially if you're the type of photographer who likes to travel light, you don't want to bring along a big DSLR, you want something small, but you also want the ability to change lenses in and out. This is really an excellent camera. The touchscreen on the back is fantastic as well. Um, most Panasonics really excel in this. Now, there is no electronic viewfinder, so if you're in bright sunlight, the screen is slightly hard to read, but that is is one of the trade-offs that you're going to have with this camera for the portability factor. The new depth from defocus technology is pretty interesting as well, and I have noticed a big speed difference. The camera doesn't tend to hunt and seek quite as much as some of the other Panasonic's that didn't have this feature, and it has sped that up rapidly. Now, I have noticed in continue auto focus mode, it's still not on par with some of the stuff we're seeing from Sony and Canon with phase detection technology, but for all intents and purposes, it does work really well. Now, one issue for me, and it's definitely not a deal breaker, there's a pretty easy workaround, but Panasonic's in general tend 
tend to meter a little bit hot. In other words, the exposure tends to come out on the bright side. And this can be fixed in post, or you can do what I do and just use the exposure compensation dial to dial it back a third or two thirds of a stop and you're good to go. I have noticed that the dynamic range on this camera isn't as good as what you would see in a camera that sometimes is maybe even six times the price of this. But for what it is, it does work pretty well. The low light capabilities are okay on here. Um, it, it all depends on how you're shooting. But one thing I have noticed that if you're pushing the ISO up above around 1200 or so, you do start to lose detail and introduce noise noticeably. But all in all, when you consider you're getting a micro four thirds sensor on here and the ability to change lenses, this does offer a considerable amount of flexibility. And I've been really happy with the results I'm getting on this, especially when you consider the price point and that it's designed to be an ultra portable travel type camera. One of the nice features on this camera is that you can use lenses other than the kit lens. So if you're in a low light situation and you need some extra stops in the ISO department, you can use something like the 12 millimeter 1.4 lens, which is quite bright. When it comes to video, the GX850 is capable of shooting some beautiful footage, but there are some pretty serious workarounds involved. I want to get into those in just a second, but first I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor today, who are the awesome folks at Squarespace.com. Squarespace offers an all-in-one solution for building beautiful websites, portfolios, an online store, or even a holding page for your domain. You get access to Squarespace's amazing backend that makes building websites a breeze. You start with one of their award-winning design templates, customize it to your liking, and then build your site without having to write a single line of code. If you can drag and drop a folder of images, you can build a portfolio. Of course, if you want more customization, Squarespace does provide code injection for taking your website even further. Squarespace take all of the hassle of web design and hosting and make it fun to build a site. Head over to squarespace.com and sign up for the free trial and see just how easy it is to get up and running. If you do decide that Squarespace is right for you, I can save you some money on your order. If you use offer code AOP on checkout, this will save you an additional 10% off your order. So once again, that offer code is AOP, and I want to give a special shout out and thanks to Squarespace for sponsoring another episode of The Art of Photography. Video quality on the GX850 is outstanding. It shoots video at both 1080 and 4K resolutions. The color rendition is exactly what you would expect. 4K footage is sharp and crispy. It's really everything you would want in 4K video. However, I mentioned that there are some pretty big workarounds that you're going to have to learn to deal with. So let's get into those. First of all, I did mention this earlier, but the camera is only capable of using micro SD cards, so you can't use a standard SD card size. That's not a big deal. I had some micro SD cards, but the first one I put in, I got about 12 seconds into recording video, and then it gave me an error message saying that the camera had shut down the video because the card wasn't fast enough to handle it. So after I put in a U3 class card, it seemed to fix it. I didn't have any trouble, but the second thing you're going to have to work around is the five minute recording limit in 4K. Now this is not unlike what Sony has in the RX105 and it has to do with heating issues within the camera. It's protecting itself from overheating and damaging itself. So basically this means that you're going to get five minutes at a time or if the camera gets too hot it's going to turn itself off. And to make this even a little weirder, if you're one of the people who likes the 4K photo functionality which basically allows you to shoot at a higher burst rate, but you're gonna use the 4K video resolution. If you have 4K pre set up on the camera, this will add to the overheating. So you have to be very careful about usage on this camera. I haven't had any severe overheating problems on this camera yet, but that five minute recording limit is a little sketchy. And if you're the kind of person that likes to do longer takes, or you need this camera to shoot interviews, or maybe a school play or whatever that is, something that's longer than five minutes, you're probably gonna to have to opt for a camera that doesn't have that limitation. 
Now, one of the things that I really like about the GX850 over something like a compact like the LX10 is because you have the ability to use whatever lens you want on there, you have more flexibility. And one thing the LX10 did not have was the built-in ND filters or even filter threading on the lens. So if I'm gonna use whatever lens I want, and as long as I have filter threads on there, I can attach a filter. Another small complaint I have about the GX85 is that there is no external audio input. So right now I'm using my Sparrow rig, which basically means I've incorporated an external microphone and audio recorder and then I'll sync these two in post-production but that is a little bit of a gripe because you do have to go to an extra step to get decent audio on here by using an external recorder the other thing I want to mention is autofocus so right now I'm looking directly into the lens I'm using autofocus we are filming on the GX 850 I don't normally talk like this when I do these videos typically I might look off to the side and have more inflections and as soon as I start doing that you're gonna see the hunting and drifting going on with the autofocus so it's not going to be as tight as what you were seeing now from Canon and some of the newer cameras from Sony with phase detection autofocus. It's just what it is. Now, I could easily record this scene here in manual focus and probably would if I were not trying to make this point, but I'm making this point because if you want to use this as a vlogging camera and you're going to be out walking around and running gunning, then it really doesn't make much sense to do try to do manual focus in that situation. So just a small point I wanted to make about autofocus. As good as the DFD focus is and it makes it faster for stills, it still isn't quite there for video. There are some obvious stumbling blocks, but if you can learn how to work around those, the GX850 is capable of getting excellent video results. Having said that, I'm not sure that I would recommend this as a primary camera for doing video, mainly because of the five minute limit and then some of the autofocus issues. However, having said that, in Panasonic's defense, two things. First of all, the price point. This is about $550 US at the time I'm filming this. That includes a kit lens, which is pretty amazing. Second of all, Panasonic have targeted this towards traveling photographers. So if you have a blog or even a vlog that you're doing, this works really well as a B cam, maybe a C cam for video. It does outstanding work for stills, but that's what it is. And so when you consider those in, I still think it's an incredible camera, but I just wouldn't consider it as a main camera for those reasons until Panasonic get those worked out. Now, what is exciting about this is this is another example that we're seeing of technology being very small. Um, cameras are getting smaller, they're more portable, and then what you're able to do with those as a photographer or even a videographer is pretty amazing. And I think it shows us what's gonna come in the future. It will be interesting to see if Panasonic are ever able to move to a phase detection based autofocus like what you're seeing with Canon and some of the new Sony cameras. Once that gets worked out, I mean, I don't know. It's it, it's pretty amazing what you can do with stuff. So anyway, if you have experience with the GX850 or any thoughts, I want to hear from you. So please leave me a comment. And as always, if you've enjoyed this video, please remember to like it, share it, and subscribe to The Art of Photography so you'll always be up to date on all the latest and greatest. Until the next video, I'll see you guys then. Later.